Sometimes I wanna kick it Sometimes I need a laugh They say this life wouldn't be easy But they don't know the half We all have our opinions And we don't hate it all And when you wanna talk about it You know who to call I'm here to tell you that the black is hot Black is hot 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 That the black is hot giving a theme song it's giving theme song it's giving the black is hot the black is hot the child block this is so Uh random but like while we were dancing i was imagining like what if one of us was in like a medea s suit just like with everything just flopping around just to show like how involved in the song we are i know you want some titties right <laughs> I know she wants a titty. I know she wants a titty bit. I know she wants a titty bit. Uh, perfect transition. What's up, y'all? We are the Chop Block. Um, I'm your girl Ange B, and I am one of your lovely hosts here on episode numero dos. Hi, and I am Blue. She, her pronouns, and I am one of your hosts of the Chop Block. Oh, y'all, y'all can't see me. I was clapping. My name is Bray. Oh, oh, that's right. They can. <laughs> if you're not on audio, if you're watching us, you can see me. I was clapping. But um, my name is Bray. Um, as of what a couple of days ago, you can use any pronouns for me, and I'm so happy to be here. Yay! Yay! Yeah. Hey. <laughs> okay, yes. Hi, I'm Maya. I'm also one of your co-hosts um, for the Chop Block. I use she/her pronouns. Kisses. Pew, pew, pew. Yes, and together we make up basically the Chop Block. You might know us from our Friday night live recaps of all things RuPaul's Drag Race. If you're interested in that content, follow us over on Twitter. Um, go check out our YouTube. We have so much content, Drag Race-related content, and we're excited to be bringing you this podcast. And so if you are listening anywhere you get your podcast, shout out to y'all. Please do like, subscribe, follow, share, comment, do all those things. Uh, if you're watching us, shout out to y'all. Hello. Welcome to the YouTube. Um, and we like to start our podcast with shout it out. We always want to highlight the uh, amazing things amazing black people have been doing all around us, uh, whether it's in our personal lives or even out in pop entertainment media. And I'll kick us off. My shout it out is going to one of the best winners ever of RuPaul's Drag Race, Bob the Drag Queen. Bob has had a phenomenal week, (laughs) Uh, has announced that they are going on tour with Madonna. This is not about Madonna. Like, I, I, we, they're complicated feelings around Madonna, but in terms of what it means to open at this kind of tour with this kind of act, Madonna is still a big name. 
And for Bob to be able to do that is amazing. Bob's also got a new EP coming out, um, which Ocean Kelly produced. And if y'all know anything about me, y'all know I love Ocean Kelly. Um, and they're going to be at the Troubadour Theater on February 11th. I'll be there as well. So if you're uh, LA Chop Block, come hit us up. Uh, we'll be there. So that's my shout it out. Shout out to Bob the Drag Queen. And for me, I'm going to go ahead and shout out. Now, this is a bit of a delayed shout out because, and this is also um, within my personal niche. This is a musical theater shout out. It's a little bit delayed because the show already closed, but I want to shout out A Strange Loop. They closed on January 15th on Broadway. I did I was so fortunate to have the opportunity to see this show. It was a beautiful, very, very black with a capital B black, very queer, very fat um, musical. And I was so fortunate to be able to witness that work. Um, shout out to that whole team. Y'all were amazing. Y'all are so innovative innovative and impactful for bringing a show like that to Broadway um, and did an amazing job. So shout out to y'all. Um, I would like to shout out two people. Um, one, Beyonce, Giselle, Knowles, Hyphen, Carter, and The Second Coming. Blue Ivy Carter. Um, yes. 24 million for a concert. No visuals out. I just feel like all y'all have so much to say about Beyonce. But no matter what y'all do, like y'all can say, oh, Taylor Swift outsold. Y'all can say, oh, <laughs> what, 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 Sabrina Carpenter. Uh, had more number ones. I don't know. I'm just trying to think about what the children be talking about. Like, and it's just like, okay, that's great. But the shadow government gave this girl 200, well, $24 million for an hour of her time so she could stand and look pretty and sing because her leg, she just, because she just got surgery on her foot. The girl didn't even bust a move. In fact, her daughter tried to and she said, uh uh, they have to pay more to see this. Stop moving. I just feel like every time the naysayers have so much to say, Beyonce just goes and shows us with new vocal arrangements that she is not one to be played with. I agreed. I agreed. Um, I want to shout out um, Beyonce's foot. I'm just kidding. Um, I want to shout out um, <laughs> my favorite YouTuber on the planet. I actually discovered this person through um, Maddie Rant. Shout out to Maddie Rants. Um, shout out to Maddie like, Rants. Drag Race YouTuber. Um, this person is Diggy one I have, I, I don't know, my first video then was watching, I want to say, a review of Miami. And I really watched the reviews, all all of the episodes, never even watched Miami at all. But they just entertained me so much. And I'm just like, I love this person. They were just on Watch, watch What Happens Live. That's like everything in the Bravo world. So it was just like a little question moment. But it was everything. I love him. Um, follow Siddiqui1. I enjoy all of his videos. Shout out to him. 
It was Maya. I think I saw that right. He it was he he was a, it was an audience of viewer question, but it was like a video of him, right? Because I was like, mm-hmm. wait, I feel like I know from from Maddie Ramsey's panel. Shout out to C Diggy. That's major in yes. the Bravo world and media. That's that's major being on the clubhouse. Does. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> also, when you say Miami, were you talking about the Real Housewives of Miami? Yes. I love that you just named the city. And like, <laughs> if, if you know, you know. Like, I don't even watch Miami. Oh. <laughs> I didn't even know that there was a real housewives of Miami. I only knew about yeah. Potomac, Beverly Hills, Atlanta. I think there used to be a Dallas. We don't know them. There used to be. I don't know. There it, I, is there a real housewives of New York? Yes. 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 And that's, the old, that's the second OG. It was first Orange County, then New York. But mm-hmm. Miami is understandable because they canceled it for six years and it came back. <laughs> Only on it's on it's Peacock. Peacock. Yeah, it's not even yeah, on Bravo. Yeah. That's so Andy sent them it. to the Shadow Realm. Not but apparently, it's very realm. good. I was, I will say, apparently, it's very good. Yeah, when it comes to the Housewives, yeah. See, Maya, Maya's been like telling me, like, I feel like I'm going to catch up. When it comes to the, the Housewives, OC was the first, and New York was a major moment, but nothing put it on the map like Atlanta. And mm. by the time Atlanta came out, then it was. Then it was really like, okay, boom, how many more franchises? Yep. Um, we will get into, so we've touched on a couple of topics that we already know we're going to get into just by merit of what the Chop Block loves. Um, so let's chop it up. Let's get into it. Uh, Bray yeah. kind of. Me, me. Pick me, pick <laughs> yeah. me. I'm, I'm going to pick you because you gave us the perfect transition with your shout it out. Um, and so go ahead. Go ahead, Bray. Um, I just wanted to check up on all of y'all and see what's going on around the block. What has everybody been up to this week? I mean, I guess since I'm already speaking, I can start. Um, I have been fighting tooth and nail. I basically, like have had to put on the full armor of God or maybe the universe, whatever you believe in. But I have been fighting against principalities because executive dysfunction has been like rearing her ugly head. And I've been forcing myself to go out and do things like I made plans with a friend the other day and it took everything in me to get up and get in my car and drive to see them. I was like, I could cancel. I could cancel. I don't have to go. (laughs) I don't have to leave my home. I don't have to do this. And I did it and I had fun and I was like, wow, that's so great. But I still have to drive home. Oh my God, but I want to go home. But no, I have been, I feel like 2023, especially with this new job, which I will never find out where I work. um, But 2023, I feel like I'm really trying to, I feel like this is the era of as we last week we were talking about Angela Bassett but to keep that going I feel like this is the year of how Bray got their groove back like no no significant other especially in that movie because he was like what 20 years younger than her ew but uh, <laughs> no significant other Younger or older in the foreseeable future, we are just trying to take care of ourselves and ignore the haters. And also, I realized this week that spite is an amazing motivator. Because, like, you'll hear sometimes Mm -hmm. that people want you to fail. 
or people don't believe in you. And then it's like, okay, now because of this reservoir of hatred in my heart that is oh justified, <laughs> I have to go and show you that I am capable of these things. I'm not flying above the haters. I'm not going high when they go low. <laughs> I'm going to hell. Like, that's just, that's what it is. <laughs> um, the only thing. The only point of correction or distinction I will make is that Angela Bassett was 40 in the movie and Tay Diggs' character was 27. And so it's, it's, he was in his 20s. 13. 13 years, but it wasn't like she was 40 and he was 20. She was also, I rewatched that movie. She was hella controlling, like, with him. Because, like, he basically gave up everything to come and be with her. And then she was too embarrassed to tell her friends about him. And had him in this state of, like, perpetual limbo of are we actually together or are we just messing around? And then in the end of the movie there at that airport or whatever, when he's like, I'm flying back. And then she shows up in that red suit and she's like, I'm ready. I'm ready. And I'm like, okay, Stella. Whoopi Goldberg is looking down on you disappointed, but (laughs) okay. I'm screaming. Um, I guess I'll jump in. I'm doing good around the block. Um, I'm trying to think of anything major that's happened. Um, Alexis and I are going to LA, like I mentioned during Shout It Out. We're doing a little business trip. We are going to go see Ocean Kelly perform with Bob the Drag Queen. So Bob has um, a new EP coming out, which Ocean has produced. And so Alexis and I are flying out. It's going to be Alexis's first time meeting Ocean. Um, and they're like super close. They love each other. They're like, they call each other brother or sister. Like they really do feel like kindred spirits. They just, I think it's cause they're both country, but like, they just have a lot of connection. And so they're both yeah. very, very excited to meet each other. Um, and so it'll be fun. It's been, last time I was in LA was, I guess, May. Um, and so it'll be fun to go back. Um, I feel like I haven't left the city or traveled since, I don't know, maybe it was like October, November, the last time I was on a, on a plane. And if you know me, especially like before 2020, like I was traveling every month for work and got really used to like just being out. Um, and it's traveling for work is really nice. And so I'm excited. This is technically traveling for work, but it's our own business. And so that's also mm-hmm. kind of nice. Um, and so I'm excited. We're going to be in LA. It'll be a quick weekend. Um, but yeah, that's kind of the, the big thing. I'm trying to think. I feel like it's been a very chill week. Um, here in my abode. How about y'all? I'm doing, um, I'm doing well. (laughs) I, uh, let's see. I mean, it has been a little bit busy of a month for me, surprisingly. I have no idea how this happened, but I've just been busy child um but last week, um, my age caught up to me and I threw my back out. (laughs) Shout out to wait, wait, doing what? What were you doing? At the gym. At the the gym. Can you imagine Um, doing a dip at the ball? Yeah. (laughs) I did a dip and like I threw a back out. (laughs) No, anytime I've ever done a dip has been very, very slow and broken down. So it's never gonna be giving slamming her back (laughs) because I would not get back up. 
I will not. Um, so I spent like half of last week, like unwillingly in bed because I was like, damn, this shit really, this really will take you down. Like it really will take you down. Like, um, and that was me. I thought that I could continue to, um, you know, not rest enough and just get back into it and just do like another, like my back was already tired and I was just kind of like ignoring her. I was like, I'm good. I got a back brace. I'm stretching. I'm doing all the things. Child, I didn't even really do nothing. And she was like, bit like let 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 let's see what's popping like let's let's see what's popping so um other than that i've just been like getting things together because um this upcoming week is interesting we're 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 got a lot of things going on this week so yeah i've been good chilling so when you when you uh pull your back like that is rest just what you need or is it like is it something that you've happened before because i feel like i've tweaked my back yeah but, but i don't know if we're talking the same thing like tweak your back and you're like okay i need to be very ginger i need to be very precious with my movements mm-hmm. is that what it gives for you or was it more like no this bitch was <laughs> broke so the first time i ever did it was in the gym and i was like 24 and um <laughs> I, <was> check, <laughs> check. I know that's right exactly (laughs) work yes i agree it's some it's some bullshit i agree um when i was like 24 i was in the gym and i did like a like a swing wrong or something like that and i was down bad like i was laying on the floor in the gym like She ain't getting up. She she, she is not getting up. And so I essentially had to like crawl out of there. Thank God. Like I had somebody who could like pick me up because I could not drive. (laughs) And I was just like, I, I was down bad. Like, and so I didn't even know what that was, but like it messed me up for like a good day or two or whatever. This time, okay, okay, this time it was more of like, what, that first time, but like a little, like, like at 80%. So it wasn't like full on, I'm on the ground, like it was about to get real bad, but I realized what was happening. So I was like, oh, let me sit my, let me sit my black ass down and see what's going on. And so it was really like, I wouldn't say precious movements because like you could feel it. Like if I breathed the wrong way, it was like, you know what I'm saying? Like if I sat, like if I sat up straight, if I laid on my back, it was, it was bad. Um, so yeah, I did have to rest though. I had to rest and not really do anything. Yeah. Um, sounds, sounds not fun. No. I'm imagining this is this might be fucked up, but you'll get you'll get me back. It, it's okay. I, I'm imagining when you said that you were on the floor. I'm imagining that meme of Peaches after the chair broke, where like her braids are in her face and she's like <laughs> just <laughs> panicking because everything has gone wrong. But I also mm-hmm. wanted to say that I don't think that it's your fault that your back is in pain. I think that we need to investigate our neighbors. I think somebody set you up. 
Oh, to to fail. Mm-hmm. I think Don't somebody be things like that. You know, I'm Haitian. Th- I'm I'm gonna find out. <laughs> The, I'm gonna ask somebody like, "Don't you know?" Don't be saying stuff like that to me because I'll be like, "You know what? I feel like somebody did." Somebody really fucking did. Like, I will find the fuck out. Like, I will call some people up. No, like, it's, I was, it's no. one of our people. It is one of our people because, like, you've been mothering mm. lately, and I feel like somebody mm. stepped on a crack and set mm. you up. You think it's one of our people? On a crack think- and what? Break mother's back. You think it's one of the neighbors and not one of the ops? though? you really no, because it it has to be somebody that blew his mothering. So mm. it has to be somebody that we know. So they stepped it's on a, a crack. Mm. Mm. Mm-hmm. Interesting. They saw what you said about standing the queens too soon, and somebody <laughs> somebody in the community took that to heart, and they were like, "You know what? I got something for you." So let's put it. Let's put it this way. If you're if you're listening and you know who did this to Blue, DM the Chop Block Twitter account. We all have access. I'm screaming. We'll keep it anonymous. We won't name we won't name you as a source, but I'm just curious if you have any inklings as to who it was coming for Mother. Let us know. And let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. It's not gonna end well for you, okay? <laughs> On this realm and the next, okay? Know this. But moving on. How you doing, Maya? <laughs> Y'all are scaring me with the, um, the bone talk. <laughs> I had my x-rays done recently. I was told that I had military neck. What is that? That means, right? It doesn't seem so crazy. What does that mean? Like, You're not gonna explain I'm it. I'm gonna have like stiff neck for the rest of my life. Like it's gonna like I'm so nervous. Wait, this isn't funny. No, it's the way that you're describing it. It's not funny. It's the way you're describing it. No, that's because you've been the way you said. You've been in the trenches as a barb. As a barb, I bet you do have military neck. You've been in the trenches. Oh my god! I. Ride a rap, sis. Drop a tear. <laughs> and that's what gets me. Okay, but I'm doing good. Um, um, I just finished school. Yay. Gonna start some more school. And um, I'm getting a new car. Amen. Things are things are very exciting. You got a color or anything? A new cut, a new color. Accomplishments on Twitter. You'll see her in the cap again in the month. Period. And yes, so if you didn't see it, then I guess you weren't on Friends Only. (laughs) But yes, things are changing. Things are happening, but good things. So you know, she's she's uh, giving out positive energy. Yes. She meditated. She made some oils earlier. She's, you know, she's happy. Period. Work. Woke well, up this morning. I Googled it. This world's not so bad after all. I did a quick Google. And it does look like you could get chiropractic help from military neck. I, what I, is I, I it? I to chiropractor regularly. So, oh, okay. so it's just a stiff neck? 
It's it's like it's like a straight neck up and down. But so it's does that mean you have like have good like posture? So how's it like? Oh, it's weird. It's weird. Okay. Oh. Okay. Well, you know, I hope I hope your neck um don't <laughs> don't be too straight. <laughs> oh, I hope it feels better. That's what I hope. I hope that for you, Maya. Thank I you. do. Yeah. Um, you know, I've never heard of someone's neck being so straight. So I was going to this a military neck. The lady told me, I was like, huh? <laughs> <laughs> what does that mean? Okay. I'd be like, call it something mm. else. Don't call it no damn military no, neck. No, no, military no. neck. <laughs> Joe, you need to go and tell Kamala and Joe Biden that they owe you. You need to they be compensated for this condition. <laughs> I've been served for my country since birth, and I had no idea. <laughs> I'm just imagining y'all know that y'all know that American flag with Nicki Minaj on it. Like that is. Um. I feel like... <laughs> well, dope. Well, now that we um have been around the block, and that. Speaking of Nicki Minaj, she once did a song with one of our favorite people. And let's get into the chop up. We got some things to talk about this week. Rihanna? If you ain't on the team, you're playing for Team D. Okay. Okay. We ready? Per. Great. Great. We got some things to talk about because, um, 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 Beyonce. Beyonce, 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 had a performance since this is her first performance since 2020. She had a performance over the weekend in Dubai. Okay, mm-hmm. it was for what? The no Atlantis kink involved, Hulk. no kink involved. It was for the Atlantis Hotel. <laughs> I believe Atlantis? Atlantis? Yes. The, yes. Because oh, there's one in okay. the Bahamas. This is Okay, the, yeah. I, was, I just, I just mm. made that connection that they're the same place. I've been to that one. Um, but, oh my gosh, um, me too. We have a connection. Yay. Another one. <laughs> besides this. Um... <laughs> Uh, Beyonce did I, I don't know if they were opening or whatever but she got all them celebrities from around the world to bring their asses to Dubai so she could uh, perform she had uh, Chanel Lyon from the Real Housewives of Dubai front and center loved it cause th- bad bitches should be in, uh, in attendance okay um, and she did a set list uh, what would we call this not quite it was like a like a I don't want to say hodgepodge, <laughs> but like it was <laughs> some of like it was Her just sing along uh, songs. Yeah, a lot of those. Yeah. yeah, it was some great songs, and she did some new arrangements in um, some classic songs that we've heard from Beyonce. The performance was great. Um, so apparently, there was supposed to be no 
phones or video footage or anything of the sort. But someway, somehow, I have seen, me personally, I have seen unwillingly every single angle, close-ups, faraway shots from across the pond um, of this performance. And um, I don't know where they were keeping them. Um, I'm not saying, I was, I was assuming because like, in Dubai, people wear a lot of layers. So I was like, oh, they probably like, you know, just stuck it in a, shit, I would have stuck it in a hijab and been like, <laughs> be outside. But, you know, I don't know. They were able to get the phones in and they were able to film and nobody said nothing. Um, so shout out to them. Shout out to them because they did the Lord's work because, um, we saw everything. We saw everything that was supposed to be seen every, piece of choreography every costume change it was beautiful um pyrotechnics beyonce um levitating into the air things of that nature like it was it was a lot um but how did like did y'all watch it did y'all watch the clips how did what what do you think Allegedly, no, I, I did alleged, not. Um, allegedly, allegedly, I mean, I didn't see it either. I'm just, I'm. This is what I heard happen. Yes, like I turned on Twitter.com. Yeah, and I saw, and before I knew what I was watching, I feel like I seen a lot of it. Yeah, uh-huh. I didn't. Even, I didn't even look for it. I didn't even look. Correct. It was not yeah. in any DMs. It just was on the timeline, and like. Did I see Blue Ivy get in it? Yes. Did I see Beyonce dip because her hips were too high, but her little waist went into the little harness? I I did. I what really kind of shook me, and what I want to get into y'all with y'all was the set list because some of these songs she we have never heard her perform live before. Some of them were new. Um, and so part of it is I think what we cannot divorce is okay what does this mean for renaissance like is this at all any indicator of anything we might get as fans here in the u.s right like my my thought immediately went to will any of this be on a renaissance tour right like will we hear so i actually have the set list pulled up can i run us through it real quick just so we we all have it on yes thank you so yes happy to they broke it up into three acts and so act one was at last XO, flaws and all, first time since 2013, by the way. Mm-hmm. Ave Maria, Halo, Brown Skin Girl with Blue Ivy Carter, live debut, Be Alive. That's mm-hmm. act one. Act two, Spirit of Rangelia, which was performed by the orchestra. I think I said that correctly. Then we got uh, the live debut of Other Side, of Bigger, and of Spirit. Three live debuts in a row, boom, boom, boom. Then we went into Freedom, I Care, and then... Beyonce and the Beyonce of the world, Shakira, apparently. <laughs> Beyonce and Shakira, beautiful liar cover. And then we close it out with uh, what Twan's Beak. I, I believe I'm saying that correct. Again, that's an orchestra performance. Then we got Crazy in Love, which the first half was the 2014 remix. Into Countdown, into Naughty Girl, closing out with Drunk in Love. Quite a set. Quite a set list for... Beyonce, like I said, a number of live debuts, some songs we haven't heard in a minute. I'm, I'm just so curious how she pulled this together um, in terms of what's the song selection and what might this mean for like what we might see. Now, some of these live debuts, um, 
It's because we haven't, I wonder if it's because we haven't seen her perform since. You're saying 2020, and I heard people say it's been four years. Is it? Oh, I heard 2020 was the last time, but it could be before that. What did she perform in 2020? Right. Hold on. Wait, no, 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 no. This was not because it, I think 2022 was the last time because she did perform Be Alive for the Oscars. Oh, she did. Well, if you want to count that, sure. Yeah, I don't know that. I, like, a, like a full concert, though? When was the last Okay, time full concert would be like on the run, too. And that ended. That was like 2019. 2018-2019 that might be what they're counting from like because okay. because i kept hearing first performance in four years and i'm imagining like a set like this like mm-hmm. a this because this was like the kind of set you might see her do on tour right like i mean it was certainly production value mm-hmm. i lived I, from the clips i saw i was living that we saw unintentionally unintentionally against our i was and my eyes are being held open it was like that one netflix movie that everybody was watching oh bird box the the movie that basically predicted the pandemic and all of us were like oh we would never we would we would never go outside and then like a couple months later COVID happened Uh and people were like what (laughs) I didn't. I didn't watch that movie. Um, it looked a little added to me. Um, I heard Travante was in there. Still didn't watch it. That's saying a he lot. He has. He has one of my favorite lines in any movie ever. He's yelling at Sandra Bullock because they're like the last survivors that they know of, and they have two kids. And he yells at her, and he was like. Cause she's like, I'm trying not to get attached. He's like, their names are boy and girl. You name them boy and girl. Cause those are the mm-hmm. kids' names. Like, you are not attached to these kids at all. <laughs> boy and girl. Um. Okay. So there's a ton. There's a ton of discourse also happening around the Beyonce <laughs> performance. Yeah. Obviously, obviously, I know all of us are hive. Certified hive, mm-hmm. some some with more passion and bigger than others. Um, what what do y'all think about this? Because I saw some people coming in and being like, "Oh, she's performing at an LGBT, you know, it's illegal to be gay in Dubai and da da da." And like, I it to me, it's a big eye roll if you can't if you're not watching. Um, if you're not watching us, Blue and, and Bray, their hands went up immediately, and I'm rolling my eyes at the discourse. And so I'm just gonna hand it right over to y'all. We'll go, we'll go, Bray, go and then go Blue. We'll go Let blue. blue go. Yeah. What do you think about all this discourse, Blue? Okay, first of all, I want to address. Okay, I want to address a different part of the discourse. Um, you bitches in the so-called hive, who were, who were. Making little threads on Twitter talking about, oh, how dare Beyonce drop such an iconic album and not give us visuals? How dare Beyonce not do this, that, and the third and did it out? All the while, all the while, mother was injured and had to get foot <laughs> surgery. Beyonce, I just want to say that I have never, I have never. Question 
your timing, okay? I said, you know, Beyonce will drop the visuals when she drops the visuals. I never, I never got on Twitter like, damn, Beyonce, where the visuals at? Never, no. So I just want to know, I just want to make that plain that Renaissance has showed us that some of the hive ain't hive. From you bitches who are listening to leaked albums to you bitches who are trying to scold Giselle on on the visuals that you that you think that you you, you are deserving of. I just wanna say, Beyonce, well. I have never, I have never, my good we, mama couldn't even dance for real at this show. She had to do, she, she was giving hands performance all night because her foot was, her foot was locked up. Okay. Like, I can't believe y'all was out here. Like, I'm like, I'm gagged. Like, I really can't believe, like, y'all don't even trust her judgment. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, Beyonce gives us like, she thinks things out. You know, she's like a perfectionist. Like she puts a lot of thought into what she puts out into the world. And y'all are like, oh, how dare she not? What if it just Experts wasn't ready? with no expertise. What if she didn't get to like a video? Maybe she ain't finished a video for like a uh, 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 cuff it or something. Like you don't, you don't know. And she can't even, she can't even perform the way she wants to. So you just want her to give us half-ass visuals? Y'all deserve nothing. And I hope when y'all try to get them nothing. Renaissance tickets, Ticketmaster logs y'all out while while while, <laughs> the, while the tickets are in your cart. That's what I hope for you bitches. That's all I gotta say. That's that that's the part of the discourse that I wanted to address. We can get to the other stuff. Thank you. That is a binding would, curse. I say I like, would not want that on on my on me, my household, or my generations that ooh. come after me. That is Husa. Honestly, though, you're right, Blue, because a lot of people. I remember reading tweets a few months ago, not even not even like uh, just like four or five weeks ago. Wow, Beyonce Beyonce drops music and then ghosts us. Beyonce uh, drops music and six months later we haven't heard nothing and. I just don't, and I have gone on record saying this, like, I feel like the way people consume music is really annoying to me. Like, I like to give artists, like, it's the it was a discourse that came out when Rihanna's two songs, and people were like, this is not what we wanted, this is what we needed, da, da, da. and it's like, let artists be artists. Like, these are creative mm-hmm. pursuits, these are projects that take so much time, effort, energy, like, it's a birthing process, and so... With Renaissance, it is such a beautiful piece of work. And then people are dragging Beyonce only for us to find out that she was wearing the little the little, the little biscuit basket shoes like mistress because uh, someone broke her soul. The soul of her foot was broken. And so you <laughs> Y'all really aren't. Y'all really aren't like when I, when I saw that little kitten heel, I said, wow, mother, 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 mother was injured. She was down bad. Y'all is, mm, I can't, I cannot. Disgusted. 
<laughs> Greg, what is your take on the many, many talking points that we saw from many, many talking heads on Twitter? <laughs> you are so wrong for that. For <laughs> someone broke her soul. You were so wrong for that. Um, <laughs> Mother, please don't be harsh on me. It was a bad joke. <laughs> I was just gonna say that um I don't know like the discourse okay so one right so I feel like a lot of people I've had my Beyonce stand card well beehive car I've I've been in the beehive I have a diamond membership I've been in this since 1998 me personally and don't say oh you should have been in this sooner because i was three but my thing is <laughs> with this i feel like people who are complaining about the visuals just are not familiar with her work because i've always said that pe- there's a difference between people who've always liked beyonce and people who've liked beyonce since 2013 which is when she dropped self-titled because mm-hmm. there are people i will never forget i knew this girl who went to on the run one and she said to my friend, she was like, oh my gosh, because I didn't have enough money to go. She's like, you would have loved it. Beyonce performed so many different covers. Like, she did such a good job. My other friends, they were 10-year Beyonce stands. They all were like, Beyonce ain't performed no covers. We don't know what she's talking about. And that let me know right then and there. <laughs> the y'all do not follow her. <laughs> y'all do not follow her the way that y'all say. I played Get Me Body for that girl. And she was like, oh my gosh, is this new? And this is, 23- this is 2013. So I was like, girl, mm. this is from 2006. Like, I don't know what you're talking about. But um, my thing with um, all of this is that, like, I'm only talking about, like, the tenure, the tenure ship, whatever you want to call it. Because with The Gift, which Beyonce performed some of those songs in Dubai. But with The Gift... We waited a full year to get Black is King from the gift. It was literally a full calendar year. And everybody is like, oh my gosh, how could she do this? And I'm like, if you pay attention, if you read the signs, if you read the signs, she did this before. And I was okay with it because I was over here bumping the gift when y'all wasn't listening to it because y'all said y'all didn't like the Mufasa beats. And then as soon as the project came out, y'all were like, oh, this is so cute. This is beautiful. And I was like, but I've been here. I've been here. But with this, I feel like one of the elephants in the room is that people keep talking about like the homophobic country thing. And I feel like people like, because here's my thing. I do think that it's okay to protest and like not perform in certain places. I think that's completely fine. For example, like if Palestinians come out against an artist performing um, somewhere in Palestine that's being occupied and they're like, we don't want you doing this. Like, do not um, perform for the Israelis. Like they're literally stealing our homes and suppressing us. I'll be like, that makes sense. This makes sense. But, like, I feel like sometimes people will turn around and then be like, oh, my gosh, Beyonce is performing in a homophobic country. First of all, she's performing at a private venue. (laughs) She was not performing for the country. (laughs) Second of all, when people talk about this, I'm like, normally it is white American cis gay men who are just saying this shit to say it. And I'm like, if we look at y'all's faves, I'm pretty sure they've done the same or worse. And I will say I, I saw a lot of you people from the UK 
jumping into With this discourse. Why, love, why are, you, why are you in our business, love? Like, I don't, yeah. I don't understand. Like, yeah. keep it going. Like, I know that we're all across the pond, but they're over yeah. there in Dubai, and you're in Bristol, so what's, what, what are you talking about? Like, <laughs> you, you all had an entire thing called Brexit. I feel like you should be focusing on that instead yeah. of what this woman is doing with her life. But no, <laughs> no I just, it's just like, cause like, for example, when, 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 like, when stuff like that happens, I'm always like, so just like specifically speaking for like the Americans, it's like, they're like, oh, she's performing in a homophobic country. And I'm like, right now there's literally a war on queer people where Hello? this country is literally peddling the fact that like, they'll, they'll be peddling like, oh my goodness, like, like there are syndicated news networks that will be like the gays are grooming your kids and i'm like okay lord is from new zealand you think the new zealanders are like why are you performing in america they're homophobic like do you think that's what they're doing no so it's like when y'all do this stuff like i'm like okay like and y'all also normally do this and i see i peep y'all shit y'all normally do this with the black and brown countries y'all be like "Mm, oh my goodness they're performing and i'm like like, I think that this, like, well, this just happened. Oh my God, this just happened. It was, I think it was a sporting event. Was it, was it FIFA? Yeah, I Qatar, the World Cup. I think mm-hmm. that's what it was. Yeah. And people were like, oh my gosh, I'm rooting for the non homophobic country. And people were like, you, do you want to talk about where you're from? <laughs> and do y'all forget that there's also queer people here? You know how many of these, again, this is the shadow government that, that Beyonce was performing for. You know how many of these people are probably gay? <laughs> You know how many of these people are probably gay? And it's Dubai. So they're probably doing some kinky stuff over there, all right? They took a break so they could see the queen perform. I know that they was over here, like, being calm on the outside, but on the inside it was, ah! Like, all of that. I know. Do not play with me. Like, I don't understand that. I don't understand that kind of stuff. Like, I feel like it's people specifically reserve it for black and brown countries and normally when the countries are muslim i see y'all because y'all want to act like oh my goodness this religion is so suppressive as if mm-hmm. america isn't based off of abrahamic principles and foundations like i don't understand like it's like no. y'all will go and point fingers yeah. at other countries and then look at your own and be like everything is fine here like i don't understand how you as a gay person can look at a foreign country and then act like it's worse than what America is currently <laughs> doing to queer people. Like, what? I mean, no, it's 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 true. It's kind of like the whole um like white queer people like holding on to that queerness. It's like that's you know, that's that oppressive identity. It's like, oh my gosh. But it's like look at look at how they treat the gay people. Look at how they treat queer people. Well look at how they treat queer people, queer people over here. And then also Look at how this colonizer ass country treats black people, disabled people, all the other people. Like y'all don't care about none of that other shit. He was like, oh yeah, you know, we, we have, um, boys town. So obviously better. <laughs> like, like, what's wrong with y'all? What is wrong no, with y'all? Like, 
I suppose the U.S. has a great track record with like trans women, trans black women, right? Like, hello, hello. Part of it is like literally, and I agree with you one hundred percent. But I agree with all of you, which is basically the the point and the hard on for it really is when it's a black woman, right? It's it's not dissimilar because I do think there are some valid points, even to what you said earlier, Bray, around like, listen, like there are certain places that we should be really mindful of where we support people performing and especially with people from that country from that region from those conflicts are speaking out right like i'm not mm-hmm. saying that beyonce is outside above and beyond critique for yeah. sure i'm not saying that but it is this idea of okay well like this is a black woman so i'm going to put her in her place and i'm going to speak over all these brown individuals right like this idea that all of a sudden these white people are speaking on behalf of anyone other than just their white interest to me is what really like, it, it kind of reminds me of what happened with Lizzo and Beyonce with certain mm. words that were used, right? Like, and I'm not mad that Beyonce and Lizzo both updated and changed their lyrics, right? Once you know better, you can do better. Um, and if the intent was not to be offensive and uh, and and like with the disability community like it is amongst the most under-resourced under um it's the one of the most marginalized communities right it's a community that covers and and spans all kinds of other identities right like and it is the like biggest demographic that people join year over year right like you are more likely i don't know like the people on twitter who pretend to be black like you are more likely to actually become disabled than you are to ever become black like let's just be very clear about that And so part of it is like the critique is valid, but the way it is given from like such on high, this idea of, and and it was actually Pixie Polite bringing it back to Drag Race now that I remember she tweeted because apparently they were giving um, David Beckham, I think a hard time, but he was like an ambassador. He was going representing a country or something like that, where Beyonce was at a private event for private, (laughs) at a private establishment. And like, I get it. Like, well, I was going to say something that might be controversial and I'm going to say it anyway. It's like, there is so much to critique to be given. It is okay for people to enjoy certain things and for that to not have to be like the think pieces that everyone wants to like get on their soapbox and start writing. Like, I just don't think it is. And, and unless I'm wrong, like, I just don't think it's that deep, especially because I did not see a lot of people from the United States of Emirates, I believe it's it's called properly, or like people from Dubai being like, no, Beyonce shouldn't be, this is harming us. Now, there might be voices that we're not hearing, there might be discourse that we're not yeah. aware of, but it's like, y'all are salivating at the fact that it is Beyonce. Not only is it Beyonce, a name that all of a sudden, a lot of people want to have clout and just be like, oh, she's overrated because you think that makes you a contrarian and contrarians are more important, whatever. But it's also like, put any black woman in that in that place and y'all would want to be knocking her down a peg or two and it's very obvious it's very evident to me it's very transparent um and that's the whole thing that stood out to me which is like y'all are saying while beyonce there honestly the critiques that i saw around people being like 24 million dollars is so much money like that like that to me that's, more critique. Value, where it's like, that's a critique right, like, <laughs> people are like people are there is a huge homelessness issue in this united states of america where beyonce's from go, go all the way to houston and new orleans like the areas where beyonce's from there are people who are are unhoused right now that mm-hmm. kind of money could change lives that to me is a argument that i can follow beginning to end and go yeah you're right 
but I still love her. You know what I'm saying? Like, okay, mm-hmm. there is, I see what you're saying. Mm-hmm. I can engage in this in good faith. This other argument about like you're sitting in probably Florida typing with your iPhone being like, oh, this is the gays. You did, this is bad for LGBTQ. You're in Florida. Like, you are in <laughs> Florida, like which. If, correct me if I'm wrong. Haven't trans people, especially like, started fleeing Florida? Like what? We're fleeing the South, right? And so, like to that point, is like y'all are quick, and I think it goes to back to your point, Blue, which is like it is that little bit of oppression, that little bit of an identity marker that. For white queer people, it separates them from their whiteness and they are just, everybody should be bending over backwards to accommodate my queerness. And so Beyonce shouldn't be in Dubai. And I'm like, you don't care about black people. You do not, you like, this is all the tweets that I've seen this week. A woman being like, oh, I'm shocked to hear that George Washington also hung the pets of enslaved people. Have y'all, did y'all see this tweet? I know yeah. I'm going on a little bit of a tangent here, but yeah. she was like, she was like, not even the pets. And people were like, what, what makes you think <laughs> that were, George Washington, <laughs> she was like, not even the pets of the enslaved people were outside of his, like, his eagerness. It's like, what about the people? He yeah. killed people. He yeah. owned people. And you are <laughs> shocked. Like, can break. I just before before break? Ahead, I just want to say one thing. One thing. Um, I just want to like PSA for the white queers. Um, the only people that think that your queerness separates you from your whiteness is y'all. Nobody else thinks that. Everybody else. Everybody else knows and considers you to be white. I just want to just in case nobody oh, ever Lord. told you. The only people who think that your queerness separates you from your whiteness is y'all. Okay, moving on. Go ahead, Bray. Listen, and I'm glad that you said that, Blue, because I feel like we're on the same page because that's exactly what I was about to talk about because not related to the... So, like, partially related to the Dubai performance. Like, here's my thing, right? I saw somebody who was, like, the fact that Beyonce took this... um, They were, like, the fact that Beyonce took Renaissance and based it off of queer culture and then performed it in um, Dubai, which is, like basically outlaw and i'm like one she didn't perform renaissance there and then two why do y'all think renaissance has nothing to do with you renaissance for you when beyonce has t.s madison say i'm one of the blackest motherfuckers walking like you think you Mm -hmm. think that was that was for you dark skin light skin beige fluorescent beige Bitch, I'm black. You were like, yeah. Me. That is my inner black woman. That is my yeah. inner That's yeah. what y'all were saying. Like, I just, I'm sitting here and it's, it's so, I feel like the older that I get, and it's weird because it's like all the things that I like, like, it's like I slowly am realizing like, oh my gosh, like black queer culture is so influenced, like so influential. It's in literally everything. But then like sitting back and seeing just how much, not even like, I mean, just the way that white gay people, not just the gay men, but like across the white gay 
I don't even want to say diaspora. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like just because it's like I've seen it in all aspects where like no matter what a white queer person does, it's like they will do any and everything to like try and absolve themselves of their whiteness, like as if like they're queerness takes a hierarchy to their whiteness as if they don't exist simultaneously and it's like even looking at like this whole Beyonce thing that happened like I was seeing so many white people like so many white queer people comment on this and I literally was like it the way that I feel is just like I'm listening to um I'm listening to black and brown queer people talk about this and how it makes them feel brown people because it's like i don't know anything about dubai i know nothing about the united whatever and arab i don't know uae the uae I don't know nothing about the UAE. It's not just what Ange calls it. (laughs) What the world world calls the UAE. But I'm just saying, like, I'm going to listen to brown people talk about it and not just if you if if that affects you i'm going to be like i'm all ears i'm also going to listen to black people because y'all the only ones that i feel have a valid critique on this like it it's just like for me like no matter what it's always like i feel like and i've said this multiple times like in our other spaces but it's like i always feel like when stuff like this is happening these are valid conversations but they're not being had by the right people it's people who are just trying to get likes and clicks and people who are just trying to be disingenuous it's like you don't care about this like the fact that when people were telling you beyonce didn't perform renaissance which shows that you didn't even know what was going on Hmm. you had no idea what was going on beyonce didn't perform renaissance well she still performed in dubai and they're homophobic so So is your grandma (laughs) (laughs) yeah And, and you show up and you're showing up. And she's racist. And she's racist. And you still show up. Because it really is. It, it reminds me of did y'all see the video of the two queer white individuals like basically were excited that they got hate crimed? Did y'all see that? Oh, did. Like, see that. Weird. That was really And someone weird. stitch it and they're like, the only the only way you could be excited at something like that happening to you is because you know that it actually will not impact your life. Like mm-hmm. it, and it's people who they like do they read the they don't do the reading, they know the words. They know the they know which words to say Ooh, and then they try her. to string them together Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and it's not good faith arguments right and it's the same thing it's like you know it's it's a lot of weaponizing identities and experiences and knowing what words to use and how to like put them in a in a sentence that sounds like wokeness but you're not it's not good faith and you don't actually care about the people like your your advocacy only goes as deep as your own experiences is always the case, right? So it's white queer people being like, well, in Dubai, they're homophobic. And it's like, okay, you are in the United States of America who hates everyone who's not white, who hates everyone who is other, including queer people. You are in that country and let alone making no room for how black people in this nation, in the nation in which you're sitting and tweeting are consuming, experiencing, and engaging on this topic, but you just want to like mm-hmm. go to the front, get on the mic, and say, "Hi, I'm gay, I'm oppressed, and I think everybody should just listen to me." Is what it's so much what it gives to me. Like this whole, it's it, and it honestly like 
not that I want to move us on too quick, but it kind of reminds me of what Chadrick is doing. Like it is a similar, like it's can, you know whose fault is who? Who are you trying to? I mean, let's convince. get into it. We yeah. can. Let's we can absolutely it. do it. Let's get into it. So, like, take us there, Blue. I mean. Also, with the white gaze, um, Tadra Call <laughs> and the real, sorry, the I'm real, sorry. the real, what's it called? The real, the real cigarettes of WeHo. Oh, the real friends of WeHo. Um, that that show that is unfortunately in between Drag Race and Untucked, Drag Race Untucked. Um, there has been an additional discourse happening about. Well, the people are upset that it even exists. The people are, are upset where it's placed. Like, I think they'd be less upset that it exists if it was not like dab smack placed in between Drag Race and Drag Race Untucked. Cause we don't want to sit here and watch that. Like, you could have put that after Untucked and we could have watched a little bit of it. Like, you know, like we did for like when Mean Girls would come back on, you know, on VH1 and shit like that. Like, you could have did that. But instead you chose to put it in between. For whatever reason, fine. But the people, what it caught, what did the first episode had like what twenty thousand people watch it? So the people are not watching it. Clearly, you know how many people are watching Drag Race. Yeah, yeah, you know. So I saw it today, and I I don't know if I shared this tweet with you. I meant to, but in Friday night rankings, uh, Drag Race came in at number six. Yeah, the real friends of WeHo came in at sixty nine, but then Untucked came in at sixty. Like unt- people went back, more people right. went back. People literally turned. Untucked. They turned their whole their whole TV off, the cable box, all of that to not watch. They said you will not get the view because they. The circuit said that's it. They are not. They everybody is tuned in for Drag Race. Like they have Drag Race viewing parties and all that stuff, and they are shutting it off and then turning the TV back on for Untucked. That's how much people do not want this, right? And so the ratings, the ratings are low, and there have been a lot of complaints. Here goes our good, 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 good green-eyed bandit Todd Call coming through, talking about how. Um, okay. Uh, it's just, it's just, it's just really, it's just really difficult to exist on television. And why can't we support this show the way that we support the Real Housewives? Why are we excited when women do it, but when gay men do it, it's boo tomato tomato tomato. And she's just been on, she done made a whole Mean Girls video. She done made uh, two iOS press releases. She done went into Canva and made another release. Like, mama is upset that we will not watch the show. Go ahead, Bray. Do y'all remember, I feel like this is karma. I mean, for multiple things. They're all, these are multiple issues coalescing into one. Like, it's like you tried to basically escape all the bullshit that you've drawn up and now it's all here to stay but do y'all remember when Todrick and Aquaria were going at it like on Facebook because Todrick was talking about like trans women this was back when RuPaul had said like the transphobic like comments about drag queens mm. well about um trans queens who do drag and 
um toxic was like they can have their own show they can do something else like why does this have to be on drag race and like it was like i think aquaria had already said something about it and then aquaria was like you know you could like just like message me if you want to disagree and then the thread got deleted i feel like my thing is, is like here's my thing it's this Billy Eichner effect where gay, cis gay men act like just by being on television that what they're doing is groundbreaking. Y'all are not Noah's art. Y'all are not Noah's art. Y'all are not. I've never even seen Queer as Folk, but y'all aren't that either. Like, even fucking. You're not Billy even Ellen Blaine. DeGeneres. Like, hello. You're not even Ellen. Like, there, I will say this. I will give it to those queer people being on TV. That, to me, actually did Rosie O'Donnell. That stuff meant something because it was like this was during a time where, especially, there would like Noah's Ark as bad as it was. I was like, there was nothing else on TV like that. There was no other Mm -hmm. representation like that. It was Mm -hmm. literally a specific niche where it was like, these are the people that need to be seen. And then, like, my thing is just like, okay, like we have people still to this day doing that work. We have people still to still to this day, whether it's in animation, whether it's in live action, whether if it's in writing, books, etc. Like there are queer people everywhere, regardless of gender and sexual orientation. There's so many queer people out here who are actually putting in the effort to give people the, re- the the representation that they're desperately looking for. The problem with WeHo gays, nobody was asking for this. Not a single soul was asking for this. This feels like, you know how when you're watching the YouTube videos for RuPaul and Michelle Visage just shows them, she's like, hey viewers, do you like gay shit? That's what this feels like. That feels like what she said literally <laughs> took form. And became this show. <laughs> Do you like gay shit? And it's like, no, what is this? Because it's like, uh, for me, for me, what do I have in common with white and white adjacent gays who are rich? What the mm-hmm. fuck? I have nothing in co- Like, what, what, why, why would I want to watch this? In LA. In LA. The only one I can relate to, I think he was a black man. I think that was the one Issa was talking to, where he was like in the um in the preview, he was like, oh. honestly, I don't know what uh what happens in WeHo because I don't hang out there. <laughs> I said <laughs> <laughs> I said, Yeah. I like you. You are I like. I was like, they put him on that show and he did not because he even said like I happened. I happened to. Um, I was getting ready for the live, and it was on in the background. So I did contribute to one of the views by accident, and I got really distracted because Issa Rae popped up on the screen, and I was like, "Why is Issa Rae on this WeHo Gay show?" But she was talking to this man <laughs> who was like, "You know, honestly, I didn't even really want to do this show, but like, you know, they asked me a couple of times." He was like, "Okay," and he was saying he didn't want to be on the show because you know, um, being black and gay, and like, you know, he would have to like come out, come out, and all this stuff, and then. And he eventually decided to be on it. But he really would feel like, to me, from what I see, like, he don't want to be there. They need to put him on something else. Like, like you know, because I would watch, honestly, when I heard the concept, I thought it was cute. I was like, oh, it was like a real housewives, but, you know, gay. gay. And I'm like, cool, that's dope. But y'all are not, y'all are not, 
Like, cause like one of them is Canadian. Like at one. <laughs> It, okay, I would watch it if like three of y'all that are on the show were not on the show. One, two, I would watch it. From what I was seeing, it was like, okay, y'all trying to paint it like housewives, but it don't feel like y'all are like what? What city would you be if you were housewives? You wouldn't be like a Beverly Hills. You wouldn't be like an Atlanta because it don't seem like y'all have like money, but y'all don't have like Beverly Hills money. You don't have like all, all y'all. Y'all going to girls trips on Palm Springs or like something like what's going on? Like what? What are we? What are we doing on the show? Like I'm I, trying to. I don't know. I don't get it. I don't it. know how they're gonna. I don't do get that what's, what it's I supposed mean... to be. So I pulled up Todrick's tweet, which really the... annoyed me because. <sighs> which or, one? Yeah, it was a tweet. It was like the first one about like the one that Blue basically mentioned, which is like, I'll read it. I want the queer community to have a conversation about why it is that we will praise women when they are in a similar position. I hope our show will break that mold and create a conversation about why there is a negativity from within our own community. I t- I retweeted this. I said, like, I hate when y'all talk like this because like women are also queer. And so, and so, and part of what also bothers me is this part of the conversation where it's like, well, we want more queer representation. We need more queer stories. Okay, y'all have reduced the story, the time of one of the biggest avenues of queer representation of all kinds of gender expressive um, representation, right? Including all kinds of bodies, all kinds of people from all backgrounds, all kinds of gender expression, except very few um cis women, which is a problem, in my opinion, for, for drag race. But the idea there, right? Like they've the idea that we should be happy that there's more queer representation, even though it's actually taking away from representation that is very diverse. Like you that kind of and and I don't know I don't know that that's Todrick's fault. Like it is big money MTV stupid RuPaul came out and was tweeting and saying like give me back my 90 episodes on TikTok like Ru seems to also be annoyed by it but it is this like that is not a good faith argument oh did y'all see that Ru yeah Ru she said what are you bitches is whoever you bitches that is cutting down my episodes bitch (laughs) 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 she was not having it I know that's and so like part of it and then and then Todrick is taking the these talking points these bad faith arguments to say oh y'all are not supporting there's a problem with our community because y'all won't support us there's a problem with queer people because y'all are quicker to celebrate women which is like not true that is celebrate women historically at any point in time women are not celebrated more than men that's not true regardless of which demographic and not owning the fact that like todrick you are i'm going to be very generous here you are polarizing at best like you are not a figure that people want to watch and instead of just being quiet instead of being like oh you are you're playing the victim in a narrative that like you you alone are responsible for because it has been your actions repeatedly and so part of it is okay i do think there there is probably room for more queer representation yes and there's a lot to say about will queer people support other queer people i don't know that that's the actual argument though i don't know that that's what's happening here because in fact like all the queer people 
are watching queer shows on a Friday night and we are choosing Hello. to turn the TV off Hello. when this show comes on, right? And so it's Todrick like making himself out to be the, he's, it's, you know, there's a lot of, a whole lot of playing victim and the villain at the same time. Y'all, I'm going to drop this TikTok in our chat so y'all can watch it. Oh, Rupa. I'm scared. RuPaul, yeah. <laughs> that to me is what stands out because like, it's not, to your point, Blue, it's not housewives, right? It's not a group of people who are connected through means that you can go, okay, kind of like a friend group, right? It's it's the fact that you're all gay and in WeHo and are expecting that to be enough of a pull to walk, like, yeah, also it's to like, me, like, offensive. It's like not every gay person knows each other. Also, y'all are all of the same. Sure, there is racial diversity which obviously is great i'm i'm happy for that but of that it's a very in it's like it's a very interesting representation of of black gay men that has been chosen i i don't know the other men i just know todrick so i'll just speak there but you're also all fit you're skinny you're like you're like what's y'all all are very similar and so what are we really representing here what's like six random were they in the thread were they in the thread? I know Todrick was, but were the others in that thread? Probably. What thread? The thread. The, uh, the gay man with... Uh, the oh, Billy Porter ah. game. No, because I think all the white men are with white men. No, I'm and, not talking about the, the white men. I'm talking about the black men. Are they... <laughs> I see. Oh, I don't know. I know Todrick was on there, but I don't know. Because I know Green Eye Bandit, wannabe Green Eye Bandit was out here. Talented Christian Walker was out here. I know that. But my thing with my thing with Todrick is because here's my thing. I used to like I think it's it's so interesting to see Todrick's fall from grace because I feel like I used to really like him. Like when he used to do the mashups and stuff, when he had that Target end of time video, it I was like, this person seems like so much fun. This person seems so entertaining. And like, yes, there was a shift and I got really tired of the minstrel stuff, but then they apologized. They didn't take it down because they were still getting coins. But I was mm-hmm. like, you apologize, whatever. You might be going through financial hardship. I will try to give you grace because people don't give black people grace in this industry. I will try. And then it's like, then you find out that he's not paying his dancers. And then not just that, but it's like, he's colorist, is obsessed with white people. And then it's like, my thing is with Todrick, it's like, okay, it's like, how many times are we just going to be like, we will, we forgive you, we forgive you, we forgive you. Because I personally believe that if somebody is seeking repentance, if somebody is trying to like absolve themselves of what they previously done, one, I don't think you really can. But I personally believe that if a person is like, I want to be better, I want to do better, then I believe that it's time for you to step away from the limelight. I don't think that people can actually become better while being famous it's something about fame and it's something about la that like when not so good people go there it's like it just they it empowers Mm -hmm. them it's like they literally it's like they get jacked up and they're like i'm gonna be even worse now and it's Mm -hmm. like i think that a todrick is really in a place where it's like i'm gonna learn from my mistakes and i'm gonna heal i'm gonna do better i'm like okay then give up this platform Right. Like, go to... The, I'm not saying that you can't make money. I'm just saying that maybe you need to go and be behind the scenes from now on. 
like maybe it's time for you to just write music maybe it's time for you to just produce maybe it's time for you to just help other people get into these places that you are putting yourself in mm-hmm. and it's like but even that is like I agree with you. Sorry to cut you off. Right, I agree. No, with you. I am. A, I'm a firm believer that people should be given room to grow, like the grace to change. I, I believe that people are capable of changing in in extreme ways. But I also think like you cannot change to your point in the same environment that created you. And some things are disqualifying. And that and I think like we industries need to have higher standards. Like so, for instance, like. I'm sorry, anyone saying blatantly in front of people, in front of a room full of people, cameras, it's a little too chocolate. That disqualifies you, in my opinion. That would disqualify you from being on any team of mine, right? Because, like, I wouldn't trust you to be behind the scenes because that kind of bias, and, like, some of it is, like, I'm not trying to use all the clinical terms or whatever, but, like, it is a kind of bias and a kind of... um malice in how you view people that disqualifies you from working with people right like part of it is and that's that thing is like oh well people deserve second chances okay why does it have to be to your point no one is saying like chris brown for instance should never work again i'm not saying todrick should never work again but why does it have to be in the same exact way like why does the and and why does the second chance have to be an increase it's not even this is he's been given a new tv show after he shit the bed so publicly on Big Brother, right? Like part of all of this is like, he is being allowed to fail up in such a way that we see happen a lot with white Caucasian counterparts. And so part of it is like, yeah, I don't think you are great representation for non-white people because a lot of your biases and a lot of your behaviors actually mimic what we see white people do. And so part Mm -hmm. of it is like, it, I, I have always felt that like some shit should just be disqualifying. And and mm-hmm. and I feel like that measure is more intensely used against women and people of color and black women, right? Like if a black woman had this kind of repu- reputation, I just don't see it being, oh, here's another chance. Here's another chance, right? Like mm-hmm. I, I guess Tiffany Haddish is getting another chance. Oh. But like part part of it is like, you have shown yourself to be deeply biased. Yeah. To be generous and in the words that I'm using. Worthy. And and your reputation precedes you. And you are now being given another show. And now you're acting like it's all of our fault that people don't want to support you. To only benefit you as well, because you're only Ooh. speaking up community only because it's benefiting your pocket. Because as soon mm. as as soon as the views came out for that show, you immediately threw a hissy fit. So you were only saying what you said only to only to benefit your own pocket. And as soon as it, you realized that it wasn't going to, you you flipped the script and decided to blame it on us. When it was like, girl, mm-hmm. we didn't want to watch you because of you. The reason why that whole show tanked is because of you. Like, yes, the show the show had this much interest, and it got taken away because they saw you was a cast member. Like, be mm-hmm. real. And, and imagine like, if Tajik would have removed himself from the cast even and saying, you know what? That's I want gag. this story to be told. I want more queer representation. And if it's better for me to ne- not be on it and queer representation to be put forward, then great. But we don't see that. 
But that's the gag, Ange. They did remove somebody from the cast. They removed a sex worker from the cast. So mm-hmm. like I'm literally sitting over here and it's like they were like, mm, this isn't the represent this isn't the representation that we want. This isn't what we want. And I'm sitting over here and I'm like, oh my God. Like y'all really sat up here and was like, no, no, we're not doing that. But I think another thing for me with all of this is just like it's so glaring. It's just how at the, at end, the end of the day. Of the- Gay men, Gay men are still, are still men. men. You good, bruh? You choking? You need some water? What <laughs> <laughs> if Doritos got caught in my throat? I don't know. <laughs> no, but um, I was just going to say m- the most interesting thing about um, what Tajik was saying about queer people not supporting him, the whole thing about like, why is it that when women, we were just talking about like queer, queer women exist, but it's like, it is that distinction that gay men make where it's like, they truly do not see women as part of the queer community. Mm-hmm. They do not. And it's mm-hmm. like, it's so weird because it's like, you're saying like, oh, these these rich women get to be on TV and nobody says anything. One, because a lot of them are interesting, even though they're horrible people. And <laughs> two, it's like, my thing is, it's like, one, you didn't make the distinction that it was specifically about the housewives. And two, you generalized it and said like, why is it that when women do something like this? And it's like, mm. I'm so what do you mean by that? <laughs> exactly. Like it's like because it's like, do you really think that you're helping people? Do you really think that you're helping people? And it's like they always do the same thing where it's like, as a queer community, if we don't come together, and it's like, but you already created the separation. You don't even see that. Because you're saying, Oh, if we don't support us, who is? But you're not supporting your own community. Because you Ooh. automatically, you automatically are like, you see excuse me, you see people that you deem as women or people that identify as women as other. Automatically. Automatically. And I personally believe that when it comes to cis gay people that act like that with women, I feel like they feel the exact same way about trans people. I feel like cis gay men like that are only out for themselves because it's like if you have to make the distinction that like if we're not all in this together like if we're if we're not all together (laughs) then why are you out here like saying like because it's like there was no reason for him to make that distinction but he did because as a man honestly i feel like a lot of gay men feel like they are talented for being gay like, I don't know if that makes sense to y'all, but, like, I see a lot of people with inflated egos, and it's like, what do you bring to the table? I'm gay. Right. Okay, well, but what all, else? <laughs> it also gives, it also gives, like, yeah, equality, but for me first. Yeah. Like, it just let me in first, and it's like, okay, well. And then I'm going to close the door behind me. Oh, fully. Right. And so it gives just very much, like, oh, the queer community needs to support queer people. It's like, you don't support queer people. Like, you signed up for a show that's all cis het, as far as I know, men. Like you literally are okay with being in a, on a homogenous cast, but then you're pointing the finger back at queer people and being like, "Why won't you support us?" It's like, okay, well, we're saying to you, "Why don't you represent us?" 
Yeah. And so instead of owning that, it's like you want to go and write these. Someone need to take the Sharpies away at this point because it's like all these handwritten Sharpies, the burn book moment. Like you really are like you don't understand even that. Like you're picking to recreate the Regina George moment. Like she was the The villain. (laughs) Like she was the villain in that. And like that whole scene was her pretending to be a victim while actually being a villain and creating chaos. Like the whole thing is like, yeah, you must have never watched dra- like. But Tamar, did you watch the show? Because before the show, it aired Mean Girls every day, every time, and we saw every this play out time. every time. And so it's like this whole oh, you got to support me. Like it's listen, it's the same community that is dragging Sam Smith across the like in the mud because the poor child gained some weight and so like y'all don't even go up for members of our community when they're just a little bit chubbier than norm- than than they were maybe a year ago right um and so part of it is just this fake outrage of like it's again it's people who know what words to use but are not using them in good faith because how are you saying we're not supporting you you're basically saying we're not being inclusive of gay cis men mm-hmm. okay mm-hmm. i didn't realize that i didn't not- Y'all the, the, the preeminent default. of our community y'all like this goes back to be i would love for anyone to be a non-cis male in a in a gay bar go as a woman to a gay bar and see how you're treated like and if you're not a doll and and this is no shade to the dolls because the i see a doll and i'm like oh beauty right like there is something that the dolls give but like if you're not a doll if you're just a regular fat bitch like me and you walk in to a gay bar, it's you're paid dust. You are paid. You are, you are not even there. And so, for someone to be like, "Oh, how come y'all won't watch the show?" It's like y'all don't even see people in the bars that y'all are in. Y'all don't see people mm-hmm. in the communities that y'all live in. Y'all, y'all are not seeing these people. But now you're upset that these same people don't want to sit and watch you, especially mm-hmm. now that they you've cut down one of the best represent. And you know, we got a love hate relationship with drag drag race, but you don't cut down great queer representation to shoehorn this in no it's it's not it's not that people have a problem with the gays or we ho it's that people have a problem with this this slice of queer representation it's stale yeah. it's played and <clears throat> where you said it earlier yeah. like what was happening in the 90s in the early 2000s with queer representation it was important but even that like that was all pretty much gay white people and it was either your ellen or and rupaul but not even because rupaul was not on a sitcom like will and grace like those were affluent rich white people with great careers who they were they were white people who happened to be gay yeah and that was and like a lot of people a lot of the queer a hundred percent of the queer community that i know that i live with that I'm in community with are nowhere reflected in Will and Grace. But even that, I will give Will and Grace way more than I'm giving the WeHo gays. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And so part of it is like the whole thing is we've been getting the same kind of representation over and over. And now we're at fault because we won't watch it. Well, no, I don't think that's how that works, Todrick. I don't think that. And and none of the other castmates, like if I was Brad, I would be like, Todrick got to go because now you're fumbling my bag because people don't like you. Can't be me. I think um, Brad wanted Todrick on the show, from what I heard. That oh. Brad requested Todrick to be on the show. <laughs> from what I heard. Wait, Brad. So wait, 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 wait. 
Todrick over Jeffrey Boyard Chapman. What what was going on there? Child, I know. Every time I say that boy's name, every time I say that boy's name, I want to say Jeffrey Boyardee. Every (laughs) sounded like you were saying because it's like Jeffrey Boyer Chapman, but you said Boyard. Every time I say his name, I want to say Jeffrey Boyardee. Every time (laughs) I can't help it. But no, even then, like, oh no, he's 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 definitely on the list. He's definitely on that list. I'm pretty sure I saw him in the thread. <laughs> I am screaming. No, I mean, it's what? What did you say? What did you say that um that white the white the white gay's name the one who oh. did the brothers movie the Billy Eichner. Yeah, it's really. Oh, wait, before you begin, before you begin, before you begin, I just want to say <laughs> it's all connected because I feel like this is karma because he said Blue Ivy was ugly. And I feel like Beyonce made him apologize when they recorded for The Lion King. But still, that man, he been anti-black. That's why BK, that's why BK Tidal Wave, a.k.a. Nanobia, rest in peace, cussed him out when they was on the street. And she said that, that ISIS killed Biggie. Mm-hmm. I feel like. Black women been peeping his shit for a minute. And I feel like, again, with Todrick and Billy Eichner, I feel like it's karma. I feel like it's just karma. But continue. Uh, was BK, BK Title, BK, BK Title was on a video with Billy Eichner? Yeah, he was interviewing her in the street. I don't think that was Billy Eichner. When she was oh, like, it wasn't Billy Eichner. It, uh, it no, that was the girl with the storm wig. That was the girl with the yeah. storm wig. Mm-hmm. Yes. And she was like, you got the right one. Yeah, when she was like, excuse me? And he was like, sweetheart? And she was like, what, sweetheart? Yeah, no. But still, that was still a black woman. Yes. Oh, I was thinking about that other dude who be who was attacking the girl at the slut walk. That's the one that interviewed BK Tata Wave, and she cussed him out. There we go. Still misogynistic, man. But, yes. Mm-hmm. Well, to but, say, yeah, we Eichner, that that's to the say, one. Well, we say all that to say... We still ain't watching it. See, I was gonna watch it to see, like, oh, you know, I just want to see what's really happening on this show, and just to report back, I like garbage TV, so I was actually gonna give it a look see, but now you done pissed me off, and I'm really not gonna watch it, and I'm really gonna make sure I turn off my TV after Drag Race, so those registers go down. By the way, Todrick Penn's handwritten a nine-page... I can't... And it's all in different fonts. It is messing with my brain so bad. Like, I was like, could you not decide... He wrote on, like, blue paper, like, notes, uh, not addressing the allegations while addressing the allegations of things that he's done. So, page three, it's a new font, new, all caps... New line spacing. I, I dropped it in the um in the chat here, Blue, but it's I, like for the I first time ever, MTV has three consecutive hours of queer representation, and the gays are creating petitions to get a queer show taken off the air instead of focusing on the other 165 hours of the week when representation is either lacking or non-existent. I'm pretty sure we got three hours of queer media last year on on. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it was an hour, maybe two I mean, hours. It, it could have been five with the movies. Hello? Oh, if you count Mean Girls. 
Mm. Oh, and he came for RuPaul. MTV would not what? ask RuPaul. So here's, he, I didn't even notice this before. MTV would not ask Broom to cut his, her Emmy Award winning hit on its 15th season to accommodate our little six episode show. These decisions are made months in advance and even after oh, six, six episodes. Weeks are up, you won't be getting 90 minute episodes. Let's practice f- FAQ checking things. Frequently asked. Y'all don't say fact. I be saying fact. I'm not allowed to say that. <laughs> fact before checking things before we start creating petitions against shows that are giving queer people on and off camera job opportunities. Uh. Being queer is still hard, even in 2023, and trying to be a public figure in this space adds more difficulty. Mental health is very real thing, even for celebs. He called himself a celeb job. Are the celebs? I challenge the search (laughs) that part. I challenge to search my name on Twitter, Reddit, TikTok, and imagine your name or a loved one's name in place of mine. We are quick to post about mental health when someone is pushed to the point of taking their own life. Let's normalize being empathetic when we see bullying happening because breaking points exist for Tag me in. Tag me in. Come on in. So trigger warning. As someone like trigger warning, like that's a suicide. As someone who is actively like on and off suicidal, I really don't like when people are like, oh my gosh, of it, the consequences of my own actions. Like you guys holding me accountable and not liking me for the heinous things that I've done. You're messing with my mental health. When you say things like, oh, put yourself in my shoes, I would pay people for the work that they've done for me. I'm not about to go and line up black people and say, y'all are too dark. Give me some light-skinned niggas. Like, what? I'm not about to go and do all this random shit. Like, I'm not about to get on national TV and talk about my fans and say, oh, I don't give a fuck about the cameos that I make for them. That shit is the same every single time. I'm not about to go and my house has allegedly been broken into and then make fun of somebody on national TV for their house getting broken into and then gloating about how I said it to that person after they left. Like, I just, I feel like it's so, because it's the same thing that is like, I'm not even trying to play. This is a white woman move. When white women get held accountable for shit, when white women get held accountable for anything that they've done, especially if they've been the aggressor in a situation, the moment that people start holding them to task, like taking them to task, they'll be like, I'm logging out, you guys. I'm getting a lot of death threats. People are attacking me. I just don't understand. I was just trying to, I'm human. I can learn. And it's like, I feel like, People holding you accountable is not people saying, I want you to die. That's not what people are saying. They're saying you did some fucked up shit and that's not cool. Like, I understand if you're saying right now, like, it must really hurt. I'm not going to say that he's not dealing with stuff really because he probably is. It probably sucks knowing that everybody hates you and that your show only got 20,000 views because people specifically don't like you. But it's like you did all this stuff and you thought it was never going to affect you. Like, at some point, like, you can't think that, because you can't think that, like, okay, like, I did all this stuff and life just isn't going to humble me. Life will humble you every single time. You can't do dirt and not expect to, like, I mean, you reap what you sow. Like, to go and be like, oh, no, like, but it's like to go and be like, oh, my gosh, 
I'm in a dark place right now. Okay, so am I. So are so many other people that haven't done, like, any of this shit. And, like, for you to go and turn around and be like, oh, well, imagine if you were dealing with what I was dealing with. I wouldn't be in that situation, girl. Like, wouldn't Manila say, you dirty did this, girl? Like, you should know you should know what was coming. Like, what? You signed up for this. Also, he goes on to say, I'm an unsigned gay black man who moved to Hollywood in survival mode. Green and excited to make something of myself. I have made and... 696 videos to date. If on average each video only had 25 people in them, which there are usually more, I would now have worked and collabed with 17,400 people. I have made tons of mistakes. I'm human. I apologize and I learn from my mistakes, but I'm proud of myself for the hard work. And while other people are talking, I have been on tour. I've been touring the world, paying and hiring queer people, putting money in the pocket of queer people of color and giving them a platform to share their stories. I did this for you gays. And now you gays won't even watch my show. It's all of a sudden. Also, Is he addressing the dancers that did not get paid? Not specifically. I love this line. While other people are talking... I am, uh, well, you are a mean girl. And while you are a mean girl, I am in Brooklyn trying to survive. That's what it is. If you know that reference, you're a real one. Real Housewives of New York season two. Um, and it's just given very much like, I did this for you gays and now you gays won't even, I put money in your pocket and look at, which is also a thing white people do, white Caucasian women do, which mm-hmm. is like, um, <laughs> y'all wouldn't even be here if it wasn't for us. And it's like, what what is he saying yeah like uh, you uh, you wouldn't even i'm just trying to help you like that kind of energy which is like gross what is your what's this reaction bray i just checked the i just checked the community really quick this has nothing to do with todrick but george santos um is talking to trixie Trixie Mattel commented underneath one of George Santos. That's the person who's in denial about being a drag queen when it's the same lip filler and the same teeth. He's not in denial. Um, He's a liar. He is a liar. It's not denial. (laughs) So George Santos made a tweet about comedians being terrible. And Trixie Mattel commented under it and said, maybe the source material was weak. And George Santos said, clearly, you know all about weak acting skills. And it's Trixie Mattel as RuPaul during the snatch game. Posted a, posted a, a gift. <laughs> oh. So you watch the show. So you watch the show. So you do watch the show. Oh, wow. he's trying to go for the rebrand he's trying to go for the rebrand oh my god clearly you know all about weak acting skills Trixie Mattel so you so you do watch the show me me so um let's pivot on to what we're watching you know no that's a great that's a a great pivot yeah (laughs) So, um, did you guys watch the new Potomac episode? No, but y'all can enjoy it. Bray, you need to watch the episodes. Yeah, Bray, we need to get you on watching. Because I feel like you would just like... That was good TV right there. 
I have a lot of thoughts and I'm, I'm very curious y'all's thoughts and opinions on what went down. Should I give and a little schnapps? Uh, give a little schnapps? Sure. Let me see. Pull up my handy dandy notebook come, here. Come on, okay. notes. <laughs> I took notes. There, this, this is speaking. I wrote down how I talked, but I can't pretty much come over mm-hmm. a little something. No, we like how you talk. That's why we're all here. Um, the episode started with Giselle's bubble guts. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Like, why well, had to hear just this Giselle started growling throughout the whole beginning of the episode? I will say that um, Giselle and Mia are good openers. Um, they opened up the show really. Well. They have good charisma, I think. So mm-hmm. that scene was good. Them together. So I think, yeah, together. That's a good way to start the episode, I think. Um, and then the bread was hilarious. Her just pulling out a piece of bread unwrapped. Like, you just put it inside <laughs> your purse? Just a piece of bread? Okay. Um, what else? Mm-hmm. What else? Who was that? Um, this, this scene with Robin, not Robin, Karen and Ashley. Karen set this up. Because there's no way Karen Huger think, thought that she was going to sit down with Ashley Darby and tell all these secrets they were going to be spilled no less than 30 minutes later. She knew that was what she set this up. She had to know. Because as soon as she sat down with Ashley, as soon as that conversation was over, Ashley ran off and ran and tell everything they talked about. Ashley's ass was itching for those approximate 17 minutes. So she had to keep that in. Oh my she God. Is the she said, worst. She said, don't tell me this. She said, I agree. Me. Karen knew exactly what she was doing by telling Ashley Darby. She wanted it to come out. And the, um, the little edit of Gron and Dom, special Potomac unit. That dun, dun, dun. <laughs> That was, was hilarious. Hilarious. That that alone deserved the Emmy because that production has been on one. That has, <laughs> that was funny. Okay, what happened next? Ashley immediately went and told Candace and Wendy first. She told Candace and Wendy first. Then um, they went out to they. She said a prom shop. It, it was giving more beach um, tourist attraction spot more so than prom. What they and then Ashley as soon as she got Robin alone. She told Robin, Robin calls Juan, disaster. Um, and then Robin can we can we check can I can we talk about that phone call though for a second? (laughs) Because Robin calls her man to be like to have a moment and ended up getting cursed out. And then they get cursed out like (laughs) embarrassing. I just was like, what is this relationship? Like Cause she was trying to be funny. She was like, "Oh, was she old?" Like, like, um. Yeah, and, he was not having it. And Robin, like, <laughs> was like, uh, "Robin, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a cuss y'all. I'm gonna hang up this fucking phone. I don't play it." And I was like, "Oh." <laughs> Robin got Robin in trouble was for that. Trying to keep her face straight, but she knew she was like, "Oh my god, he is so embarrassing." Like, we know. She yeah. embarrassed herself like calling we that know. man up like that. Like now you got cursed out. Now he's mad at you because why would you why would you call him and like be like, oh I heard you got a girlfriend? Like you know the history, girl. Right, because like, he's definitely cheated on your ass before. And that anger to me was a little pointed, was a little intense, was a little why are you getting so mad? Oh, you must have a bitch that looked like Karen. Up in Georgetown, okay. Which she was holding hands with. Mm. Up in Sing Sing. Okay. 
Um, and then the dinner when Robin checks Karen, Karen reads the fuck out of Robin. Then Robin pulls out a picture of blue eyes unseen again. You know who caught some strays? Giselle. No, but like rightfully so that like Giselle caught some strays because Giselle was being all types of messy this episode, especially when it came to Robin. She was throwing all types of jabs. Oh yeah, this is you in the picture, Kara. Oh yeah. I'm so glad Kara was getting up in that ass too. She said, bitch, you're not going to get away with making these little slick ass comments and I'm going to just, it's going to be whatever. No, ma'am. No, ma'am. She said rightfully slow be gone and speaking of Giselle I just wanted to address because we moved past this but I'm gonna just circle real back to the top of the episode I talk a lot about light skin delusion and how it's very very prevalent in this show Giselle's telling Mia saying to Mia that Wendy Dr. Wendy is jealous of Where? Mia Donde? Where? Where? Of what? When the whole time. What? Me when the whole. Right. From the whole time. The Donde is. Like. The Donde is. <laughs> like. No, that's where it's given. Like, the Donde is this wild ass <laughs> accusation. Because. <laughs> It's like when Wendy no, and the and the gag is because this reminds me of when, um, when they were at the reasonably shady podcast launch like a few seasons ago before Giselle's house was done, mm-hmm. and Giselle said to Wendy she was like, oh, um, you were on Robin didn't want you on the list because you were a hater, and, and Wendy said, what am I hating on this? this? <laughs> like, and where where is Wendy fine ass husband happy ass marriage beautiful ass kids amazing career degrees degrees multiple degrees on TV outside of the show her mama her family her extended family is is intact marriage clearly seen documented you can go see and pull up a picture I'm sure like this whole thing that when that to me was shocking when Giselle was like. Oh yeah, you know Wendy. You, Wendy, Wendy's jealous of you, and me is like, I know. Of what? Of what? Your old ass man. Your Ooh. old ass man. Look, I'm not trying to. Do. You got old ass Gordon, and Wendy got Happy Eddie. And I would rather have Happy Eddie because Eddie, <laughs> Eddie, Eddie, okay. Eddie is fine. Eddie is fine. Okay. Just, just able to feel. I would rather age appropriate. Maybe not. And he wasn't yeah. married when you found him. Hello. Girl, you was on the pole in a gown. Girl, bye. Girl, let's not do that. And I don't even, and we don't even, like, we support sex. We support all women. If you want to strip, go strip. And do, and do. But don't. Because you didn't, she didn't even catch the shade when her and Wendy did have that sit down conversation in the room. And Wendy was like, you're beautiful and I'm gorgeous. And I'm gorgeous. (laughs) And I'm gorgeous. And it is. Like, and it is. Um, that to me was like wild delusion. Wild, wild, wild delusion. Um, I have a question for y'all because I love I'm a Ladam. You could call me a Ladam if y'all want. Like, yeah, I love Karen. I 
That's what Karen. That's her hive. Like how Beyonce has the hive. Yeah, <laughs> that's the Ladom. And and maybe I'm a Ladom. Okay, but one thing that I, I I I'm curious y'all's thoughts. I guess I'll ask is, how did y'all feel when Karen was like, "Oh, I've been protecting Juan." Boom, Juan made me uncomfortable. Like. I was a little torn by that moment just because of everything else that has happened this season, which is with, with like all the men being accused. Now Chris is looking and now da da da. And I just felt I, I, in one hand understood Karen bringing that up and being like, okay, well I've been, I've been protecting your man, i.e. Juan. But it also kind of felt like that's a big topic. It's been a big topic this season it's mm-hmm. an important topic, and for that to be used kind of like in the tick for tat, what did y'all think about that? Or did I, am I reading too much into that moment being like Karen? Like, I don't, it just feels like dangerous territory, I guess is what I'll say. What did, what did y'all think of that moment? I Juan mean, being the mystery hugger is, <laughs> first of all, I want to say that's crazy. I mean, I'm not saying it's I'm not saying it's not impossible. Like, right? Just so it can never be Juan, but Juan being a mystery hugger, I would have never thunk it. I I I would have thunk it, but not in any malice way. Like maybe the the drinks were the drinks were flowing, and he hugged her tight. Like, and that's kind of what she said at the beginning of the season that she did feel uncomfortable, but she talked to Ray about it and was like, that wasn't the intent. And so I'm not gonna, you know, I'm not gonna add to it. But then she she brought it up in this argument, and so it's not it, it's not to say that I I am minimizing how she felt by that hug, because I think it's possible for something to be totally innocuous and intent, but still be received in an uncomfortable way. Like she's small, he's a big man, squeezing tight. Okay, why are you all up on me? I, you know, like especially we know what Karen has been through when she was in college. Like mm-hmm. and so I don't want to minimize what she felt by that hug. For me, it was more the like, why bring it up in this way? And and is that even fair for me to push back on her? Like that's kind of what stood out to me. What do you think, Blue? Um, I think that I didn't really care that she did it. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I was, I was like. I was like, sure. Yeah, like, fuck one. I don't care. Like, and, um, I mean, if, if Rob was gonna get mad at it, she was gonna get mad at it, but it's like, that's what happens when your man is a cheater. Like, you know, like, it's like, I don't, she's, everybody, everybody was bringing up how they, um, how they felt, uh, uncomfortable Did by everybody. Did you say that's husband. what happens when your man doesn't cheat? Is that what he's a, a cheater. He's a okay. cheater. Um, That's even worse. <laughs> but uh, when it uh, everybody was talking about how like you know they felt comfortable by so and so husband, so and so husband, so and so husband. Now they showed the footage of I don't know if it, that was the exact moment that she was referring to, um, where that little clip with the, of them two hugging or whatever. But she said he hugged her so tight. That her breast hit her stern, her 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 sternum. What you say? Hit her, hit her, hit her, her spine. Breast, I think her spine. Said. Her breast hit her spine. And I was like, oh, it was all of that. Like, and now she also, he also has a girlfriend who looked just like her and stuff like that. 
<laughs> that was also very good though. It's 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 is she painting a picture and I like it. Like, you know, even if it ain't true, like make the bitch sick over it. You know what I'm saying? Have her wondering. You know, like I don't when it comes to Robin, go for it. Truly. Like <laughs> the bitch sucks. She sucks. So I'm not mad that she did it. I'm not mad that she said it. Is and that's very the one with the mole? That's Robin the is the one who thirty nine percent black. That's Robin. Yeah. Oh, that's the one that I thought was white when I looked at her. Yes. I mean, <laughs> I thought Robin and I. I'm pretty sure Robin and I have the same DNA makeup. But all of that being said, um, the seating chart has been released. <laughs> yes, I and did I see think that personally. Now this this might be controversial that. Mm-hmm. The, that uh, Candace and Robin should have been next to Andy. Candace and Robin, because yeah. of the storylines. Mm-hmm. I don't the think, I don't think that Robin, Robin had. She's just been in everything, like the speaker moment, this episode, the uh, the TMZ moment. Like she's been in a little bit of everything. She was connected to the Candace thing in the beginning, like. Well, what storyline of her own that she's had? Like, what, two episodes? That's the thing. She's been in everything, but she's also not not had her own storyline. Exactly. Except for... The the wedding that, I guess, happened. Allegedly. To me, I think the seats should have been Candace and Wendy, if anything. Correct. And I think Wendy... Wendy... The whole season. She was a friend of. Hell. Who? Who? Wendy. A friend of? No, I think she was very much. They did her bad. I do think they did her bad in terms of editing, but I also think she was uh, the pillar of, of the, the first half of the season. It was mm-hmm. all Wendy, and it's still the residuals, even in this last episode where she's still making up with Mia. Like, that's the thing is, like, I think the biggest storyline of the year was Mia and Wendy. Mm-hmm. Mia though came out looking even less credible than she did going in, and Wendy I think really solidified her spot as a main staple of Potomac. And I think I don't I really don't have even an opinion very much on that second chair, but I think Wendy should have been sitting next to Andy. Um, and the fact that it's Giselle again I think is just like a little weird to me, like she wasn't even that prominent in the fights like and in fact if you think of the green eye bandits like i feel like this was robin's year compared to the two of them but even still robin like kind of still looks a little bit like a loser because it's like none of these storylines are your actual life like nothing is really about you like even this this whole moment with so she's Karen giving is, charay it's a little bit and because i was just gonna she's her whole storyline even these last four episodes or last few episodes, I should say, has been Sharice. Has been her going yeah. up Sharice because she don't like how Karen, it, you know what I'm saying? And so I I do think she's been in the mix a lot, but I don't think it has it has won her that spot. I think Wendy, Wendy, this has been Wendy's season, in my opinion. Even when all she's doing is being in the background, re- like reacting, I think, I think Wendy is 
really poised to have a lot of storylines next year. Like I see her, she's in with Ashley, she's in with Wendy, uh, with Candace, she's in with Karen. If she can pull Ashley and if she can, if she can create young versus old, like if it's her and oh, Candace and Ashley versus the Green Eye Bandits, like I feel like Wendy has many seasons that we can keep seeing from her because like the family dynamic is great. I don't, you know what I mean? Like the businesses are great, all of that. And I feel like what she brings is hard to beat. Cause she's like, you can't really beat her in an argument. And that is really good TV. Who do you, who do you, so my, you think it should have been Robin and who next to the two, the two chairs and Candace and Candace. Who do you think blue? Um, I think it should have been Karen. And and Wendy, Karen and Wendy. I mean, Candace was involved, but like it was more most of like, oh, the Chris stuff, and then it was like, that's it. Um, like her little beef with Ashley, whatever. But I feel like Karen has been throughout the season. Like you know, she had her little stuff with like Mia. She had her little stuff with you know so-and-so and Sharice and whatever, but then it really came to it at the end of the season. Wendy's the same way, like she had her little stuff and it came to the head more at the, be- at the beginning, but then it like kind of like throughout the season, consistency, consistent presence. I think those two should be next to Wendy. I don't know why Giselle's next to Andy. Giselle ain't do shit but be annoying and delusional. As as is the case for her every season. What'd you say, Maya? Sorry. Give every reunion. Giselle has never been to a reunion and served anything other than seat and eyes. And like, and let me tell you, when Monique brought out that binder and read out Jamal's <laughs> phone number, where that? And she was like, and it was like, is that his number? And Giselle was like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um we're we're coming at our our time here, but I'm curious, do y'all think Juan is gonna be at the reunion? <laughs> and is he gonna and is he gonna clear these couches? Like because like going back to what you said earlier, Blue, like the fact that Juan also did not outright like deny that he's got a side piece that looks like Karen. He started getting mad. I wonder mm-hmm. if I wonder if it's Ian Robin up. Like a nigga who be cheating. That's what it was given. It was given like a nigga who's cheating. Period. It's his first year. Why would I lie? Why would I lie? It's his first year at the reunion as a husband. So I hope he's there. I hope he's there. Yeah. So I'm reading here um, that it's going to be a part of the finale. Um, And so we can expect to see a little bit in the finale episode. We should get that, what, in the next few weeks? Do we know when this is closing out? Mm, two weeks? Because they're doing, they just did the reunion the other day, right? And so, Because mm-hmm. um, I know Salt Lake City is the next reunion up, so it can't come on until after that's done. And you so saw that we're like, not getting... You know, kind of intersecting, yeah. but no, I know it's a two-part. Did you see that we're not getting a Genshaw one-on-one? Yeah, that's up. Yeah, she pulled out and was like, "Oh, because that's the one in jail, right?" She was the frauder. 
Mm-hmm. The scammer. The scammer. Mm, why'd I say frauder? Yeah, scammer. But we'll see what it, happens it at the fraud. It was federal fraud. It was very it was it was very much federal fraud. Very and so she was saying that her issue was that she like that Bravo, it's the contract that she had to sign because it's not a part of the cast recording, right? Like that's she's ex- she's done with that, I think. Um, and so they were trying to sign a new agreement, and she was basically saying kind of like the narrative having control of it um and wanting to maintain like what she can and cannot speak of um was the reason that she opted out which i think is a huge mistake i don't think she plans on coming back i think she realizes it's done she's she's up for what six years it's not like Teresa. oh Fred. <laughs> okay. like I'm laughing because again. you said uh, you're talking about. Oh, I don't think she's coming back, and I'm then you said she's locked up for six years. The show, <laughs> <laughs> like Teresa left for like a season and a, like so, Teresa ended up leaving for what ended up being like a season. Yeah, season. Mm-hmm. Just because of the way her like I think it was her 18th month, 18 months fell. Um. And so I don't think I, I don't think Jen is on that kind of timeline that in six years we're gonna be like welcome back and mm-hmm. um and so I think it's just a sunset for her mm-hmm. and I, I mean and I hope- you know I would say we said the same thing about to bring it all full circle we said the same thing about Todrick and didn't he choreograph something like a year ago for the girls I'm pretty sure he did. On Drag Race? On Drag Race. He was on Drag Race. I think it was um, All Stars. The one with Shay. Six? That. That, yeah. And we hadn't seen him for years on Drag Race. And he made a comeback. I don't even remember him being there. Yeah, because he gave Shay a harder routine. He was like, I know mm-hmm. you can do this. So I'm giving the, you a heart Oh, right. And all of us were like, what is he doing here? sickening, <laughs> but... Right. Well... But, I mean, I'm saying if he can do that, then y'all's Jin Shaw person. Y'all's. They're both, they're both okay. scammers. Who's, who's yeah, no, Jen is done. And Salt Lake City will be canceled by the time she gets out of jail, so... T. <laughs> T. <laughs> Um, Heather Gay needs therapy, and I say that as someone who has benefited from therapy. I'm not even trying to be shady. Like, yeah, that woman put you in your face, and you protected her. Allegedly, allegedly. I'm I'm very curious about this reunion because she better she better sing who hit her because at this point it's like okay, you got daughters who are college age literally, and like if one of those girls showed up with a black eye, like what kind what kind of example are you setting? They're gonna um, show her falling off the boat at the reunion. I think that's from I think that's from her below, like her below deck adventure episode. <laughs> you um, do? I do. I I don't. I, do. I mean, I don't even remember seeing the clip that y'all are talking about, and so mm-hmm. like I don't know if I just missed it. Um, but I love that Maya's like convinced that it was just scrubbed offline. 
Mm-hmm. Like, they was like, we need to I've alive. seen it. I've seen it because I thought that she had. I was like, is she alive? I don't even watch that. Girl. <laughs> I mean, serious, the way that she fell. Yeah, like, no, look like she came she up hit. with a knot. She had a knot on her head. Like, I was like, y'all gonna take her to the hospital? I'm scared. She looks concussed. Yeah, I'm, I, you know, it's so funny because last week when we were talking about this, I try to find it and I just cannot find this clip of Heather. I'm going to really commit to searching and yeah. seeing if I find it. It would and explain would... her injury so well because she had the black eye because if she fell down, it was like, think like straight to the face. Yeah. And then she had bruises on her body. So it was, and then she flipped it like scratches. Like, yeah. It would explain all the injuries. But yeah. the gag is, is I think she showed up to below deck with the black eye. With the, with the black Married Judy Cortez, but I don't she know. Married? 
Junie Cortez from Spy the Kids. The the redhead boy. Oh, who's Latino? Yeah. The white Latino. That's her husband. That's the that and when I say white Latino, this redheaded man. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I feel like Megan Trainer has gotten stronger because emo black thought isn't in the way to like stop her anymore. I feel like she fully took advantage of his disappearance because he was like her main opponent. He used to talk about how much he hated her. Like, you think I'm playing. You think I'm playing. There was nobody hating on her like Emo Black thought. And there was a clear difference. Like, once he disappeared, she finally... I guarantee you she was probably the person behind, like, all of that. I feel like she was like, we got him. (laughs) We did it, Joe. We did it. We did it. We did it. Oh my goodness. Well, friends. Well, that brings us that brings us, I guess, to the end of our second episode of the Chop Block Podcast. Pew, pew, pew. Thank you. If you have go, tuned oh. before we go, <laughs> yes. you drag race stands need to calm the fuck down and I'm gonna leave it at Bitches. that. Yeah. Leave these girls alone. We don't need any more iOS press releases. I also, I have thoughts about this too. Um, I think this fandom is so sensitive because they're like, ooh, Marsha and Mistress were fighting in Untucked. And I was like, were they? No, literally after watching Untucked, I was like, nothing happened. <laughs> like, like nothing happened. Okay. Pointed okay. tones it- mean that you want to eviscerate someone. The bar is a hell. And Mistress was absolutely correct. Marsha was uh, Marsha was told to drag it up. Marsha was told yeah. to step it up. Yeah. Um, and Mistress was absolutely in that second place. Um, but if you want to hear more about that, <laughs> subscribe. Because we are going to be doing these podcast episodes probably weekly. <laughs> dropping them. Give us an opportunity to talk about what's happening on... Uh, the Twitter streets, what's happening out in the Discord, what's happening out, or the discourse, I should say, or what's happening in the world. And so, if you have listened to this episode or if you watched it on YouTube, thank you so much for your support. Make sure you like, follow, subscribe, share it. If you're on Apple Podcasts, give it a good rating. I don't, I don't know all the all the things you should do, but go do it. Go give us five stars. Go tell us you love us. Go leave comments, like, follow, subscribe, all that good stuff. We'll be back next week. Um, also, and we'll be back. also, if you are on YouTube, the algorithm is fucked up. So, like, when you subscribe, make sure you hit that notification bell so you can get updates on everything that we're doing. Because sometimes, even if you are subscribed, we'll post new videos and you'll have no idea. So hit yeah. that bell. Yeah. And, and also, ring my bell. Ring my ring bell. My or however the song ring goes. My Um, And also be sure to follow us on all social media platforms at the chop block. We are at the chop block on Instagram, on Twitter, on the Tiki talk. Please feel free to follow us there to stay updated on all things. The chop block. Pew, pew, pew. And that's it for us.
should it. I play our theme song? Yes, our theme song you by the iconic, song. the one and only Ocean Kelly. Ocean Kelly. Kelly. I mean, Ocean. come on. Kelly. Is there anybody else? Anybody else? Yeah, who else is on this? I don't know. I don't- I don't know. Ocean has a high voice sometimes, sometimes I guess. I kick it. Sometimes I need a laugh. They say this life wouldn't be easy. They don't know the half. We all have our opinions. And we don't hate it all. 